Welcome to the Working Capital Real Estate Podcast. My name is Jesse Bergali, and on this show, we discuss all things real estate with investors and experts in a variety of industries that impact real estate. Whether you're looking at your first investment or raising your first fund, join me and let's build that portfolio one square foot at a time. everybody, this is Jesse Bergali. You're listening to Working Capital. I thought today we'd do a Just Ask Jesse. Uh, you can always reach out to me directly if you have any questions related to real estate investing. I did a YouTube video a little while back, and if you're interested in that, you can head over to workingcapitalpodcast.com. It should be under the video section. It's basically an interview with uh, Chris Picuro, who's a uh, cross-border tax specialist. And really wanted to do a conversation about investing from another country. So if you've ever wanted to buy real estate or interested in buying real estate in a different country, I wanted to get into a little bit of something like uh, tips, uh, do's and don'ts when it comes to that. Now, I'll focus this a little bit more on Canadians investing in the US, but you could think of it as US investing in Canada or really, you know, investing in a different country altogether. Uh, you know, a lot of these will apply to both. I think the the key is that there is some sort of relationship between those countries. Uh, and, you know, if you're investing, the country you're thinking about investing, likely, uh, if that is what you're thinking, uh, will have some sort of relationship. Uh, just use Canada and the U.S. because the treaty, the tax treaties that we have are so robust and it makes investing relatively simple. But there still are a few things that people should look out for. And I did uh, also did a post on Instagram and this is where it kind of fleshed out some of the uh, the tips. So we'll start with number one here. I think what's so critical when you're doing this is to figure out what your investing strategy is. And by that, I mean where you're going to invest, what type of assets you're going to invest, and what type of strategy you're going to work with those assets. And what I mean by that is the where is pretty obvious. Which geography are you going to invest in? If you're investing in the States, are you investing in Florida? Are you investing in California, Texas? The second piece about asset class is, you know, real estate is a diverse industry. There are all kinds of different asset classes. We have everything from self-storage to retail to industrial, multi-res, you know, everything else in between, hotels. So getting clear on what type of investment from an asset class perspective is really important uh, because it'll set up a lot of the basis of how you're going to go and where you're going to invest. Now, the last one is the real estate strategy itself. And this is so important because oftentimes the strategy that you're going to have, so whether that is doing flips, whether that is looking at burr investments where you're doing a rehab, uh, refinancing and renting out, a lot, a lot of times those strategies will dictate where you should be investing geographically. So for example, if you're looking at short-term rentals, you know, Miami is probably a great market for that. Something in the Midwest in a, you know, small town, probably not. But conversely, if you're looking at land plays, the inverse of that uh, would be true. So the strategy itself is one of those critical aspects of figuring out what you want to do, the strategy you're going to work with those asset classes, and then that'll be a function of what geography that you end up investing in. So the next one, you know, back to geography itself, researching the local market. So once you have that market or the general area picked out, again, we know re, um, real estate 
location, location, location. And it's so hyper-focused. You can't just say this state or this city or this town. You really get granular and you're looking at what neighborhoods, which neighborhoods in a specific town. So I think that's where understanding the actual local market and in part with that is an analysis of the type of zoning regulation that is in a particular area. What type of certain potentially unique bylaws the city has? How is that, how is the the city and the state itself, are they, or the province, how are they in terms of their friendliness to landlords, you know, red state, blue state in the case, in case of the, um, in the US. And those things are all important because as Canadian listeners know, we come from a very, very regulated market up here. And it's definitely something I would want to consider if I'm investing in another country, uh, if I can pick a less regulated market that's, you know, 100 miles or 50 miles, you know, a couple towns over from the one that I was originally looking at. So researching the local market is definitely another piece of that puzzle. Now, we'll move over to the legal entity. So this is one that I think a lot of Canadians get tripped up on because you see these late info <laughs> info uh commercials or late at night you have people invest in the states you know form an llc and it's just terrible advice so for context in the states you know the american listeners limited liability company we understand what that is it's used in real estate often in canada we don't have an equivalent of the llc and not for the purposes of being a pass-through entity as it is in the states so what happens is canadians form an llc go into the States and then realize that the Canadian government looks at it as a corporation. The problem with that is you will now be double taxed, you know, not to get into specific details, but what will happen is you'll be taxed twice uh, because of that. And you're open to now double taxation because you formed an entity that you didn't research and should have never been formed to begin with. So that legal entity is not a question that you can answer in the abstract. Somebody has to look at your individual situation, where you're investing, what you're investing with in uh, the value of the asset. All of those are factors that you really should put in the upfront, frankly, cost because accountants and lawyers, you know, if anybody has done a real estate deal, they typically don't like giving free advice. And if they do, it's not for long. So having a consultation or even if you have any friends that are that do you know tax law or or are in cross-border investing you definitely want to spend the time to figure out what the right structure is from the start because you don't want to be trying to change up ownership or transfers once you've actually acquired something and it's tax time so i think that would be the next one choosing the right legal structure um now the the million dollar question or multi-million dollar question is debt um as individuals that don't live in a certain country, the country that you're investing with likely doesn't know who you are, doesn't know your credit history. To them, you are a foreign investor and you haven't built any credibility in that country unless you've lived there or have you know ties to that country. So in the context of a American investing in Canada or Canadian investing in the US, I think it's really important to try to figure out if you can utilize debt that is recognized by both countries. And what I mean by that is your best bet is to find a bank that has operations in those two countries. Use that as the conduit to start the conversation about debt. Now, to be completely straightforward, that is still gonna require you to put a 
pretty substantial down payment typically. Uh, a lot of times the strategy you can use is if you do own a home in the States or you own a home in Canada, using that home and utilizing a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan to invest in the other countries is typically a good strategy. And then it's a matter of if you want to continue to invest in the States, it's building that identity in the States, you know, getting a credit card. If you can get a credit card uh, down there, start actually paying taxes, and then you're starting to build a credibility. But one of the overlooked things I think that is a really good way to invest in other countries, if that's your goal, is to really establish partnerships with individuals. And, you know, oftentimes, if you're listening to this and you're thinking of investing in another country, you might be the person with the capital and the, the operational person might be out there. You just haven't met them yet. And if there's somebody in a local market that you can supply the capital, they will take up, you know, whether it's the property management or asset management, you might have a good, uh, you know, a good fit between the two of you. And it, opens you up now to probably get debt at a cheaper level that's local with that individual that you partner with. So that's definitely something to think about. And I think ultimately all of those things of kind of defining your investment goals, um, you know, researching the local market, asset, ca asset class, mortgage, and kind of the entity, the, it's really all those things have to be factored in together. Um, but ultimately at the end of the day, one of the best places to start uh, still in 2022 is go down to the market that you want to invest in, speak with the local real estate agents, maybe even go to the real RIA, the real estate association. Almost every town in North America has one and understand the market that you want to invest with, build credibility with the brokers in that area. And kind of, you can take that approach. And as you get more information, you can kind of compare different cities or different properties and go from there. So that is all for today. Uh, like I said, if anybody's interested in these kind of quick, you know, quick and dirty um, questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can fire me an email, jessefergalley at gmail.com, or you can go to workingcapitalpodcast.com on the contact us. Happy to go over any topics you find interesting when it comes to commercial real estate investing. Anyways, I am out of here. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Working Capital, the real estate podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Fergali. If you like the episode, head on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and share on social media. It really helps us out. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Jesse Fergali, F-R-A-G-A-L-E. Have a good one. Take care.